You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about how and why debt collection works for your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Welcome to Overdue Advice. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Today we're talking with George Priest. He's MedCredit's business development manager for Central Canada. And George plays a huge role in the operations and success of the RMA. He also has an extensive history in credit management, and he shares his thoughts on both the RMA and their past few years. Plus, we'll also discuss the industry in general as we head into another year on the calendar. However, it only makes sense. we got to ask the big question first. Hey, George, thanks for being with us. Can you explain to everybody what RMA is? RMA is an association that we started uh, approximately 11 years ago. And it was formed to create a networking association for those in the credit accounts receivable industry and the government regulators across Canada. Um, what we were trying to do was provide a centralized focus for lobbying efforts, as well as an overall association with, with um, very various benefits. So the overall goal of the group, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but can you get into that a little deeper? Well, we engage in effective communications with uh, various levels of government we actually have a paid lobbyist that uh, works with RMA, and we work with several levels of the regulators and the government. We also enhance uh, a professional network, so it's a formal structure nationally that um, allows not only the members in the industry, so that's accounts receivable uh, members. Those are folks that are either granting credit or managing uh, collections of receivables. Okay along with our, our um, government regulators. And that network allows us to communicate uh, quite effectively with each other. We provide learning through our conference and periodic publications, which is a focus for our 23, 2023 in terms of membership engagement and our goal to see the RMA as the thought leader and source of knowledge in the industry. Hey, George, I know you've been there from the start with all of this, but how did you really get started? I was involved at the start um, with the organization dating back to 2010. Uh, at that time, a gentleman named Scott Coffin of Canexeed and another gentleman named Steve Sheather of Score Statistical and I initiated conversations with uh, many industry participants, and that moved the program forward, and we formalized the association. And MetCredit's been right there from the start, correct? MetCredit has been a member from the beginning of the association and, and has sponsored many events. So this has been going for quite some time. How much has it grown over the years? Because it just, uh, hey, listen, business just keeps growing by leaps and bounds at every level. Well, it's an interesting dynamic in that um, uh, you have many aspects of business in and out of the association. Right. Uh, but the association, association itself has been pretty stable at, at the uh, uh, size and scale that we built it to. And our participation at our events is, is pretty good. So um, we usually run two events a year, although the COVID issues stopped the one that we enjoy the most, which was the golf tournaments. 
But typically we had uh, a major golf event as well as a major conference each year, and that brought various folks together. What about uh, RMA? How how tough was it? Uh, how tough was it to navigate through the COVID blackout period? Well, I don't think we had any more challenges than anybody else. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, it, it did cancel our our live events. Um, we did hold a conference each year. However, we moved to a virtual virtual format. Right. And, and that program seemed to work quite well. Uh, had good participation. Um, in fact, our conferences always involve sponsor exhibitor booths and, and uh, give them the ability to market their programs and their business. And that was also done through a virtual uh, tool that we used. So all in all, it, it uh, although it put a pretty good damper on the actual networking and uh, going over to a restaurant and having dinner with your peers, it worked out well. Okay, so let's talk about the the fall conference that was just held in November of uh, 2022 here in Niagara Falls. How did that go? Well, that went pretty good. Um, it was it, it, It's one of those events where you started on a, for example, this event started on a Tuesday evening, and there were uh, different organizations that hosted an evening of networking at different locations in the falls. The participation by the membership and others outside of the association was pretty good. We were impressed with how things turned out. Niagara Falls um, Falls View Casino and Resort was where we held it. And the um, it's an excellent facility for such events, and the feedback has been very positive. One of the compliments I got from the event, and although I wasn't an organizer, was how good the food was. So that's a good thing when you have good food. That always works well for a lot of people. <laughs> right. This is the first time we held a conference outside of the city of Toronto. Right. And uh, they saw guests from across the country and even some American guests as well. Uh, we're fortunate with our relationship with the regulators that we had uh, the regulators from a regulator from BC and Alberta in attendance. That's, that's a big deal for us because that's who we work with the most. And for them to travel across the country to the event is, is much, much appreciated. So, uh, And they in, not only enjoyed the event, they also uh, identified that they picked up new information from our speakers. Hey, let's talk about the speakers for a minute. It seems to me that this would be an area where it might be tough to find speakers that would have a real broad appeal. But I was looking at your lineup that's a great, well, Pinball Clemens, who is with the Toronto Argonauts forever, uh, basically a Canadian Football League legend up north of the border, was even a speaker. But it just seemed like uh, you had a great, uh, a great array of people talking at your, at your conference. Uh, how did that go, and how did, you how did you find these people? Well, we have an individual that seeks out speakers for our events, and, and then they work with the board to validate that topics and and the nature of the program that they want to speak about are applicable to our needs and also for the benefit of our membership so i mean just to just to touch on some of the speakers we had uh, rebecca oaks who's the vice president of advanced analytics from equifax and she presented on trends in the industry and what's taking place uh, doug porter who's the chief economist and managing director of bmo financial group he attends our conference annually as does rebecca by the way and he presents an economic overview of what's going on in Canada, impacts outside of Canada, what's going on in the U.S. that might impact us. So it, it gives a very thorough perspective on what's going on in the economies. Patrick Dion is a regular speaker at our event because he is our gentleman that works with the regulators across the country. He talks to them directly. He gives us updates on a periodic basis throughout the year. And if anything's going on that there's input needed, 
then he will meet with our board and they will uh, talk to how we can resolve questions that we may have to deal with the regulators on. And uh, we ran a debt buyer debt seller panel, which was moder moderated by John Levecchia of Equifax. And this is a, a regular event at our conferences. And that is a, a blend of buyers and sellers that talk to what's going on in the industry and how things work in that area. We brought a gentleman in from the U.S. Uh, his name is Jeff Butler, and he's an author of Thriving in a Multi-Generational Workplace. And his presentation was enlightening in that he shed a bunch of different perspectives on multi-generational and diverse work environments. And it was, it was quite informative. You've already talked about Michael. One of the key things Michael brought into the discuss discussion in his presentation was the human factor. So his, his concept is you got to do your business, you got to do your job, but you also have to remember the people you're dealing with at the other end of the line are humans and as such need to be treated the way you are as a human. He is quite the engaging speaker. Oh, I'll yeah. Call it that. <laughs> yeah. And I guess what, one of the other speakers, although I'm not touching on all of them because there's several of them, uh, we had a gentleman named Doug Hoyes who is a licensed insolvency trustee and he's co-founder of a company called Hoyes Mikolos Associates. And he talks about the bankruptcy issues and the challenges and the opportunities that are out there and the trends in the industry today. So all in all, we had a, a fairly broad perspective of what's going on in Canada and to some extent the U.S. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. How does this help the industry, first and foremost? Well, it brings together individuals in various aspects of the business and covers topics that bring the group up to date in the industry trends as well as it can introduce new, introduce new topics to them that we can all learn from. And that, that was one of the interesting aspects of this year's conference. We brought some different matters to the table that people could question and uh, learn from. They could also contribute thoughts to their peers on those very same points. Now, since COVID, the topics have broadened to human resources issues facing the industry right? in, ter in terms of remote work, hybrid teams, and employee engagement. And that has been beneficial to the attendees as well as we brought brought forward various different aspects as to how to look at managing the business place. So what would be the benefit to the consumer out of all this? Because obviously it's it's important to always stay on top of things, and that's obviously what the industry is doing. But how, how are you able to pass that along to the consumer, do you think? Well, we don't specifically pass it along to the consumer. Uh, over the years, we've been interact. We've have interacted with regulators where they are introducing new or revised legislation. Okay. Uh, as with anything that governments introduce, there could be some unintended consequences. So uh, sometimes their experience and exposure to things isn't as broad as ours. So what happens is um, we proactively engage with the regulators to see what's going on and talk to them. And they've actually come back to us frequently when they're looking at new regulations and new policies and ask for our input. And what this does is it ensures that something 
that is going to be put in place isn't necessarily going to negatively impact the consumer. Uh, it's in our best interest in this industry to make sure that's that's a reality uh, because we don't want things out there that are going to hurt the, the consumer when we know a lot of factors in the industry that perhaps the regulators don't know. Well, I, I was going to ask you how the various levels of government pay uh, close attention to what's being done, but apparently there is a really good communication between everybody. Am I correct in saying that? Yes, it works quite well. It doesn't sound like there would be very many surprises if there's constant communication. No, there's not very many surprises. And we work with uh, federal, provincial, and more recently, territorial regulators as well throughout the 12 years that we've been in the industry as an association. And we provide guidance and feedback on practices such as current collection practices. Uh, for example, using email to deliver first notices. That's, that was something that had to be dealt with over the years. Um, as well as an, an advocate on behalf of the industry when there are legislative changes proposed that have an impact to our members. So we look at regulators' uh, activities and focus on policies from both perspectives, the benefit to the consumer and the benefit to our industry. So you've been involved right from the get-go. Are you surprised at how far things have come right from day one to whatever day this is for you? Well, I guess you could say I'm surprised a little bit. I, I, I was hoping that as we started this out, it would continue. And uh, we're now 12 years into the program. A lot of good stuff has taken place over those 12 years. We've learned a bunch on the process. I mean, you don't start something out knowing everything. Yeah. So as you go down that path, you have uh, there's always lots of learning. What's been the biggest surprise for you? I don't know that I can say I'm surprised with anything. Um the folks that have taken the role and, and run with it have been doing a very good job. Um, I don't know that I had any ex expectations outside of how we're growing and where we're going. You have to be cautious on setting expectations because if you set them too aggressively, you may, may be disappointed and you may also fail. So you've got to make sure that you're being realistic as you move through the program. George, how long have you been doing this overall with Met Credit? With MedCredit, I've been with MedCredit about four years. Okay. Uh, I retired from my um, original position. And uh, for a period of time, I was the general manager for the RMA as well. Yep. Part of the committees and everything else. And, um, yeah, it's it's been a good journey. I'm always curious to ask if people – saw themselves in this role maybe 20 years ago. Is this something that has been a passion for you or did you just kind of find your way? I think it's more, I just found my way. You know, it's, it's, uh, when I started out in this, it was, I was a member of another group and we decided to move on and expand the scope of the, of, of the purpose and focus and that's how RMA got started. The thing that I've always been so amazed by when I've talked to various people who've been working for MedCredit is is exactly what you just said. They were interested, but they didn't see themselves going down that road. And then the moment that they were brought under the umbrella of MedCredit and saw that you could actually make a difference in people's lives, it seemed to be the hook for a lot of people. Is that one of the things for you? Yes. I enjoy working with Brian and his team. And uh, it's, it's a good group to work with. And it's, uh, it's been an interesting experience. Uh, I used to be on the other side of the equation where I in, uh, engaged the services of agencies for one of my prior employers. And so when, when you switch over, 
um, you be, you start to learn it from a different perspective. So now what? Where do we go from here? Not only you, but also RMA. How do you see the future? Well, I think RMA has a pretty good future. And, and uh, under Lindsay Kirk's guidance, who is the current president, along with the board members that she works with, uh, they've set a fairly aggressive agenda in, in what they want to accomplish over the next two years. And I think what that's going to drive is more engagement from the membership as well on a more regular basis, as well as different learning paths that they are looking to set in place. So it, it will be interesting to watch how it unfolds. Okay. So if people want to get a hold of the RMA, is there a website they should go to? How can they reach somebody there if they want some more information? That'll be rmacanada.org. And if somebody needs to reach you at MetCredit, how can they do that? Well, that uh, just, Go to our website and uh, send an inquiry in, metcredit.com, and my uh, you have the ability to reach out to us through that that source. And finally, here we are, 2023 coming up. Are you excited by some of the challenges ahead? Are you a little nervous about things because everybody seems to be looking at the economy? How are you viewing 2023? Challenging, to say the least. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm thinking things will open up, but probably not for the first three or four months. And, and uh, you've got a lot of things going on in the world economy today that you don't have any control over. So that's really where we're all caught up. And uh, it, it's just, I don't know that the impacts of COVID are going to be fully um, realized for a period of time. And, and it's difficult to put that period of time out there. Well, that's it for another edition of Overdue Advice. We'd like to thank MedCredit's George Priest for joining us on today's episode and sharing his insight on today's edition. Hey, it's easy to find us online. MetCredit is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, at MetCredit. You can also check out Brian Sommerfeld's blog. It's easy to find that, too. It's blog.metcredit.com. And don't forget, the website also includes numerous helpful tools and calculators to assess your business debt risk. We also want to hear from you, so subscribe, like, or leave us a review on this or any of our podcasts. And make sure you share this podcast with your friends or business associates. You can drop us a line at overdueadvice at metcredit.com. Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Bryn Griffiths. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. <laughs> so call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.